Welcome to the final episode of our four-part series looking ahead to the Tougher Minds Improve Exam Success event. The event takes place on Thursday the 21st of April at the UCL Institute of Education in central London. We've been talking to Tougher Minds founder and managing director Dr John Finn and Tougher Minds head of education Andrew Foster. And Andrew and John have been discussing why exams can be so problematic for so many people and what can be done to improve the situation. And that's also the theme, of course, of the Improve Exam Success event. In this final podcast, we're going to be discussing a newspaper article which featured Tougher Minds last year. The article was written about revision and how techniques can be used to help young people improve their learning and their approach to managing the pressure of the exam period and their performance in the exam itself. And we started off by talking to Dr John Finn and we asked him what was behind the piece appearing in the newspaper. The Sunday uh, Telegraph originally got interested in tougher minds around the sort of 2012 Olympic Games because the, the haberdashers of the city of London particularly a chap called Colin Moynihan who uh, was involved in sport in a political and, and professional sense. Um, felt that sports psychology had a lot to offer young people in their development and he kind of wondered why we, we didn't teach um, young people sports psychology skills that he'd seen, that he, he'd learned through his, his kind of professional um, sporting effort or his, um, his Olympic uh, sporting effort. And he thought it'd be a good idea that, to try and teach young people the sports psychology skills. So the Haberdashers set up a programme um, at one of their schools to try and teach um, young people how to use better thinking skills to help them in their lives. Um, they saw that my PhD work was very relevant in this area and they asked me to, to set up that programme. And the Telegraph sent a chap along called Simon Briggs, who was a... The sports correspondent, specifically a tennis correspondent, and um, he came to kind of cover the story with the sports angle. But Simon's a father of, of two young girls, and he got very, very interested in, in what we were doing. And he, I think he tried some of the strategies out with his children, and he was sort of amazed at the impact they were having. Um, he'd, you know, want, wants the best for his children. He'd always, he'd always tried, but... I think he was just taken taken aback by how these simple ideas could, could be so impactful. And then actually Simon and, and the Telegraph noticed that we were spreading our programme um, into London and in particular we, we were using it to try and help young people with their academic um, performance um, but also teaching them resilient skills for life. And, and Simon came along to um, our Developing Resilient Minds and Education Conference and again, I think he was so taken aback by the testimonies, the stories from the parents and the pupils and the teachers about the impact these ideas were having on you know, health, happiness and performance that he decided to write um, you know, a piece about this. Um, in fact, he wrote a couple of pieces. And one of the pieces he wrote was about uh, revision, simple and practical revision strategies that you can do that are based on, on neuroscience understanding that has good evidence they improve academic performance. Yeah, it's still online uh, currently, as as it, as it would be. Um, how the science of sport can boost exam revision, telegraph.co.uk, uh, 27th of March, 2015. Um, so it was about this time last year, and um, yeah, plenty of information in that article, as, um, and um, interesting to understand 
uh, how that, the pathway to that finally appearing because there is uh, very much um, a, a good overview of, of um, t- the tougher minds approach within the article and uh, also a good flavour of um, the, the detail that uh, will be outlined on, on April the 21st. And Andrew, um, obviously the, the piece um, that appeared in the Telegraph does actually contain some multimedia, some video clips from um, students at Colf School. And uh, you were head of academic performance at the time um, at Colf's and, and obviously working closely with John. Um, so, so you were very much aware uh, of how that piece reflects the reality of, of, of the benefit delivered by Tougher Minds. Oh, absolutely. The uh, pupils who engaged fully in the programme were some of our top performers, some of our top uh, improvers. They, they dominated those, uh, those categories. And why wouldn't they? Because they're equipped with with all that insight as to how to manage these these months that they've they've got coming up um it's it's hard speaking to pupils uh who who uh who who benefited from tougher minds they they say they can't really envisage how things would have gone without tougher minds because it came became absolutely integral to to what they did on a on a daily on an hourly basis, uh, it, it informed how they set about uh, planning out their time, uh, how how they incorporated exercise, how they made sure sleep uh, and diet continued, uh, and and the nature of what they were actually doing once they were revising, and you know to an extent the results spoke for themselves. Yeah, um, and um, the, the pupils are actually very, very excellent advocates for the Tougher Minds program. If you do get the chance to go onto the Tougher Minds website, tougherminds.co.uk, or all that piece on the Telegraph website, um, you'll see video, plenty of video from the pupils uh, on each site, and they certainly speak very eloquently and very confidently and with great authority um, about their their contact with the program. Uh, if we just have a look at um, what is quite a lengthy piece is it's divided into to 12 um, sections uh, covering different areas and, and giving different aspects of advice. Um, the first one might interest some people, might surprise some people. It's called the Holy Trinity. It's not a reference to uh, praying for divine guidance in the exam period. It's actually um, understanding how your daily routine and your sleep, your diet and your exercise can have a big bearing uh, on your, your performance academically and in the exam, John? Yes, more than ever we understand the role of um, the very basic the concept of sleep, diet and exercise. Um, and, I, and I think not just the impact they have if we don't get them right in the short term, but the impact that it has if we don't get them right in the long term as well. So, again, that's quite an obvious idea, but it's okay understanding that they're important. It's very different having a set of simple and practical skills you can use to enable you to get better sleep, diet, and exercise. A big study, big government-funded study up in, um, I think, up in the northeast, looking at, do teenagers need more sleep? Well, you know, they they didn't need to spend a couple of million quid on that. Yeah, they do. What they should have spent a couple of million quid on is helping teenagers to actually get more sleep. You know, that's the challenge. So, yeah, they're fundamental, and, and actually they're fundamental to reducing stress and, and, and boosting learning. As If you come on the 21st, you'll find out more about that. 
Um, so we, we need to get them right. Yeah, and um, uh, away from perhaps, well, perhaps slightly less obvious, perhaps not to some depends, I suppose, uh, on um, your background. But um, a couple of um, ideas um, w- where people might recognize them in the world of, of sports performance and sports psychology. The idea of functional equivalence and uh, something you call the twenty twenty rule. If you could just give us an overview of those, John. Well, I think that um, the big challenge, and in fact, we've just been tweaking our, our, our teacher lesson plan. We have a, we have a we have a, lear- a learning plan that we coaches and teachers use to allow them to embed sort of neuroscience understanding into the way they teach. The big problem for a lot of the way that we are taught things or that we try to learn things is that they don't actually transfer into the into the thing that we want to achieve. So they're not fit for purpose. So I, I can learn a lot about geography, but none of that information might be useful to me in my geography GCSE exam. If I'm a rugby player, I can learn how to pass a ball really well, but that skill might not stand up um, under pressure in a game when I've got um, an 18-stone guy who's going to close down and, and tackle me hard. So we've really got to think about how we practice the skills that we um, that we want to achieve in a, in an exam situation. Now, the twenty twenty is a slightly different idea. It's along the same lines, and it's about thinking about how you practice. Uh, we know that space learning is is much more powerful in regards to, to retaining information than the, than the traditional way that we practice learning. So we've got to use that understanding. We've got to put it into the way that we revise. Yeah, and Andrew, uh, you know, on the 21st, um, you and John have worked together to show, again, the application of these in the real world, not just uh, theoretical notions of, uh, that, that exist in textbooks, but practical applications of functional equivalence, as John's described it, and, and spaced learning or, or spacing out uh, your, your work on different subject areas in, in layman's terms when it comes to exams. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's it's well, it's no longer surprising when I talk to uh, parents, uh, children that I'm I'm working with. They're often describing continued problems with how they set out their their days, uh, how they how they use their breaks is really interesting to me. So many people uh, find themselves taking breaks by going and sitting down on the sofa. Science shows us that is not a good way to to take a break. If you if you want to resume working and working effectively, learning effectively uh, afterwards. So it's it's brilliant seeing young people uh, benefit from from this level of guidance. It, it's something I wish I'd had when I when I was in uh, in school, and I feel fortunate though that I now uh, am really benefiting. As, as a teacher, an educator, uh, a, a learner myself from understanding more of, of how we can use our time more effectively. And Andrew, if you had to give a, a message um, to anyone considering whether or not to attend um, the Improve Exam Success event on April the 21st to the UCL Institute of Education, what, what would you say to them? Well, I'd, say, I'd say attend. I'd say um, Tough Minds has worked with thousands of uh, of children, but also also adults too. And 
time and and time again they're reporting benefits that they're just not uh, accruing through any other means. Uh, you know, as, as as hard as teachers and parents might work to support uh, young people, as 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 much as businesses might work to support people uh, doing their accountancy or their medical exams, uh, this this insight is unique to tougher minds as uh, as far as i've seen and and it it's very rare that people come away from a tougher minds event uh, anything less than delighted with what they've what they've learned what they're taking away and john um as the founder of tougher minds um perhaps the final word should go to you uh, we're coming to the end now of this uh, four part podcast series um uh, April the 21st, not too far away now. Um, uh, your thoughts then uh, and your final message to anyone uh, who's uh, having a look at this date and seeing if they can fit it into their schedule. I think that if you have um, an exam coming up in the summer, if you've got an exam coming up in the future, this is a session that will, that will help you um, from very well-paid, high-performing professional workers, all the way through to um, children, you know, as as young as nine. They they clearly report the benefits of learning about these these strategies and these techniques. And again, I think that if you can do this as a family, this is really powerful because behaviour is driven by, you know, by reinforcement. Um, it's okay having the belief system. Um, it's okay having the skills as well, but we need people to keep reminding us to do the things that we know are right. So if we get that right in the family unit, this information is very, very powerful. Um, so, yeah, if you, if you want to learn about how you can improve um, exam success, um, and even to an extent how you can get better at dealing with challenges in, in your life, this is a great way to spend uh, uh, an hour of your time you know, on a, on a Thursday evening in central London. That was Dr. John Finn concluding the fourth part of our podcast series looking ahead to the Tougher Minds Improve Exam Success event, which takes place on Thursday the 21st of April at the UCL Institute of Education in central London. Tickets for the event are priced just £49. If you'd like to attend, please go to the Tougher Minds website, tougherminds.co.uk, and you can find more information about how to book your tickets and more information about the content of the sessions themselves which are aimed at helping you improve exam success there's also an offer for schools a 10 percent discount so check that out as well all the details of that are available on the tougher minds website as i say tougherminds.co.uk we hope you've enjoyed listening to these podcasts and we hope to see as many of you as possible at the improve exam success event on thursday the 21st of april at the institute of education